Hello friends, this is your technology information channel, George speaking, for my geek friends, PC Kermon. Okay, so we're going to talk a uh, topic here today about password crackers. Okay, how does password crackers work? And these have been out for quite many a long time. A long time quite a number of years there's many different names for them John the Ripper password cracker is an old password cracker has been out for quite a long time so to try and explain in simple terms what a password cracker is okay so first of all we have to understand how password cracking works and how to stay protected okay. so when you hear the word password craggers it may sound a bit scary to a lot of people on how it actually works. So let me give you some information on how it works. Cracking a password may seem like a next to impossible task, but you'll be surprised how easy it can be. There are dozens of password cracking programs on the internet, each with their own special recipe. But they all basically do one thing, is create variations from a directory of known common passwords or attempts every possible combination using a method called a brute force attack. Let's look at how each technique works and how to protect against them. Friends, it is important to understand that the outset that professional password crackers aren't looking to log into your PayPal account. That process is slow to begin with. The most services will lock out repeated login attempts anyway. Rather, the pros work against password files that they download from breached servers. These are files that are usually easy to access from the root level of most server operating systems or maintained by individual applications. These files may be protected with weak encrypted passwords which are not much of an implement to deter the hacker or cracker. Friends, once the criminal obtains a password list, they can take as many shots as they like to break it. Their goal generally isn't to crack an individual password, but to run tests against the entire file, knocking down their targets one by one. Modern graphic hardware makes this incredibly fast. For example, some commercial products can test trillions of passwords per second on a standard desktop computer using a high-end graphic processor. This table of password recovery speedily is truly scary. Yes, it is. It shows that a seven-character password composed of upper and lower case letters and digitals has 3.5 trillion punctuations. Well, that may sound a lot today. Speedy desktop computers can test all of them in an hour or two. An engineer, workstation, or several PCs strung together can finish the task in 10 seconds. So let's look at the two most common password cracking techniques. 
And this to give you an idea how a password is actually cracked. This one's called dictionary crack, okay? This technique uses list of known passwords, list on pattern tagging to find common used passwords. Example, a lot of people use their date of birth, okay? A lot of people use their date of birth and something simple. Are those that discover with a bit of personal information. It isn't difficult to find lists of compromised passwords. A site like passwordrandom.com has published them. A much larger list are available on the dark web at little cost. A criminal can probably unlock 10% to 20% of a password file using just 10,000 most common passwords. In fact, it has been estimated that about 75% of online adults have used more than one Sorry, used more of the 500 most popular passwords, Belfast 33, uh, TM28, and etc. They would be simple ones, friends. After decrypting the password file, a dictionary attack uses text strings and variations thereof to test different combinations. For example, many people append numbers to their names or usernames, which they may store in plain text. And that's stored in plain text in your browser, believe it or not. That's why they recommend password managers. Never use the same password for the same accounts. Because if they crack one, they'll crack them all. If a user named Robert has a password Robert123, a dictionary attack will figure that out in seconds. The software simply cycles through every possible combination to identify the one that works. If a little information is known about the people in the database, the job is even easier. For example, people frequently use the names of children, addresses, phone numbers, sports teams and birthdays as passwords. They are called weak passwords. Either alone or in combination with other characters. Since most people appear characters to the end of the password, it is easy for the dictionary to crack a cycle through all those likely possibilities. Social media is an attacker's dream, friends. People freely post personal information in their profiles or tweet repeatedly about the sports terms of celebrations they follow. These are natural plans for a dictionary to crack. Okay, so why we're talking about that particular subject, social media, everyone can be docked, okay? Depending on the information that you put out. So basically, you're making it easier. Okay, so, example, if you're on holidays and you decide to post a great photoshop that you're on holidays, well, there's a number of things that criminals can take out of that. Number one, you're not at home, you're on holidays. Number two, your house is empty. And they may look at other ways of checking it out physically, like sending someone to walk past with their dog or etc. Friends, these are not dreamed up. This information I'm giving you is coming from a security prospect. Should I say I once was trained in that particular uh, field of gathering intelligence by simple means of seeing someone writing down where they were and etc. and etc. without going into details. If you're on social media, you may think it's great to pose a great photograph of yourself and admire yourself with your friends to have a bit of laugh or fun. 
It's not very hard to do research on a person by doing what they call docking, okay? So if you leave a paper trail, we're going to find it. It's as simple as that. That information can be used for many purposes, as I've covered in the past. It can be used to forge uh, fake identification cards to smuggle someone into the country. The security forces also may look at newspapers and see that a certain terrorist or person of interest is playing football for a certain team. That information is gathered slowly by slowly, bit by bit, and put together like a jigsaw. And you're getting this from a person that would have some knowledge of how information is gathered. Okay. So let's move on to... So basically, if you're going to share information, be very careful who's on your friends list. Also, be careful that you do have your account set up. It mightn't sound much to you, but for example, if you write in, oh, I'm going to get my hair done tomorrow, and someone wants to basically is looking for you or trying to gather intelligence on you, maybe you're a veteran, etc. It makes it very easy. You know, sometimes I have to laugh. You don't need to do your homework. Uh, sometimes a particular person within an area you haven't seen for a while and then when you realise, oh, they're wearing holidays or they're working in Scotland or they're driving a lorry or etc. It's not hard to gather intelligence if you know what you're doing. It's common sense. So I have covered fudget, okay? Fudget. If you do go on holidays, we you come home and then put the photograph up if that's the case. If that's what tickles your fancy or whatever you prefer to do. So let's move on to what they call brute force crack. And this will give the nerds and geeks that are listening to my podcasts that, yes, I do understand how password crackers work. Yes, I could cover podcasts in more depth on how to compile programming and stuff like that. But there again, I'm targeting people that don't understand technology and I'm breaking it down. Okay, so a brute force attack, what is a brute force attack? This is just what it sounds like, a technique to reveal those stubborn passwords that can't be unlocked by a directory, which is a hacker's dictionary. Today, multi-core processors and graphic processors units have made brute force tactics more practical than they used to be. Many machines can be purchased for less than $1,000 of compatible of testing billions of passwords per second. You also have hardware you can buy, friends, I've covered in the past called Wi-Fi crackers and etc. Now it's not illegal to learn, but it is illegal to crack someone's password without their permission. Let me put that disclaimer in. Short passwords are easy to guess, so attackers typically use brute force techniques to unscramble the five and six character passwords that they didn't yield to the dictionary approach. A process that might only take a few hours. For longer password, brute force and dictionary techniques may be combinations to narrow of the possible combinations. Some brute force cracking software also uses rainbow tables, which are listed of known codes that sometimes can be helped in reverse engineering encrypted attacks. So, how vulnerable are password files to brute force attacks? Okay, so an example in 2014, the tech news editor who had experienced, sorry, sorry, who had no experience with password cracking, a list of 16,000 encrypted passcodes and challenged him to break as many as possible. Within a few hours, he had basically near half of them cracked. The same list was given to some skilled hackers of one of whom cracked 90% of the codes in 20 hours. 
Okay, so there is some good news, friend, and some bad news. Okay, Robert's cracking passwords. Okay, so unfortunately few people can remember a random 13-digital string of characters. Much less multiple strings for different logins, unfortunately. From a security prospect is that the computers are getting faster and cracking algorithms are getting better. Five years ago, an 8-digital password was considered strong enough. Five years from now, 18-digitals may be too weak. So this is where password management software is valuable. Password management stores passwords of all lengths and can be regularly generated to new passwords without the user having to be bothered to remember them. They can also be protected by two-factor authentication, which is considered to be almost unbreakable in any context. By the way, in case you're wondering why password cracking programs aren't illegal, it is because there are perfectly valid and legal reasons for the them. Security professionals employ these tools to test the strength of their own software, and password crackers are widely used by law enforcement agencies to fight crime. Any with techniques tools can be used as evil as well. So hackers dictionaries, A to Z, one to trillions, they download them, then pile them in the program and they run the head scan. They go and have a cup of coffee, play football, watch a movie, they're not necessarily sitting at the computer. And they come back and they see all their passwords cracked. Okay, and unfortunately a lot of people make it too easy for them. What is the most effective password cracker? Okay, these are examples of some. Brutus is one of the widely used remote online tools used for password cracking. Rainbow Crack is another one. Wishfuzz is another one. Cain and Abel is an old one. John the River is an old one. Oak Crack and etc. And there, uh, there, believe it or not, friends, there is many, many, many more uh, tools. What are the best password cracking tools updated for 2018, 2014? And these were ones that were used to, for banking and finance, multi, social media, technology and gadgets. And the types of uh, cyber security attacks with them to crack passwords is a brute force attack. A dictionary attack is another one. Rainbow table, okay. It is uh, a table for reversing. Hash functions, mostly used for cracking password hashes. They, this technique provides to be good for recovering plain text passwords, debit card numbers, and etc. etc. The best part works password cracking tools is Brutus, B-R-U-T-E-S. It is one of the widely used remote online tools used for password cracking. Brutus claims to be the fastest place and flexible password cracking tool. You can download these cracking tools, friends. You can learn to use them. Do not do it illegally because you can get yourselves into a lot of trouble. And also B-R-U-T-E-S, Brutus I call it, it could be spelled, pronounced, sorry, different. It is good, it was released in October 2000, it's good for Tallinnet, and it is, it is good for many other things. Rainbow Crack is another one, friends. Uh, it falls in house cracking to category, that utilizes a large-scale time memory trade-off processor for faster password cracking. One called WIFFOS is a web application for password cracking that cracks passwords using brute force attack. Now, when you understand what brute force attacks is, there is 
uh, tools available on the internet for to prevent brute force attacks. On a Linux distal, you could use one called SH Guard. SSH Guard. Install it, run it on your Linux, and it will prevent brute force attacks. Okay. So there is tools to stop it. Cain Enable is a popular password cracking tool. You can also use Wireshark. Okay. But you need to know how to use it and understand how it works. John the Ripper. Uh, John the Ripper is another popular free one and open source tool for password cracking on Linux, Macs and Unixes. And a version of Windows is also available. This tool detects weak passwords. The pro version of the tool is available, which offers great features and negative packages for testing of targeting systems. The, the uh, Hydra THC HYDRA is can be said to be the fastest networking login tool for password cracking, and it cracks a lot of stuff, friends. And you know. You just type in the single target 127.00.1 and you can have the target list, the protocol, STP, whatever you want to use. And uh, it's a very simple tool to use. There is quite a list, I'm not going to cover them all, okay, because I'm not going to give people the tools for to crack someone's password. Aircrack NG is a tool for cracking Wi Fi passwords that can crack. WPA or WEP passwords. It analyzes the wireless encrypted packets and also tries to crack the passwords with cracking the algorithms and the FMS attack. Okay, we could go into a bit more. Okay, so air crack, pretty simple, cracks at no time. Uh, things to be considered while creating a password are symbols, numbers, words, lower and upper cases. Usernames not to be used as a password. Make it difficult to crack. Do not use known things for people about yourself, like birth dates. Dictionary words are not to be used. Do not use keystrokes, the like a 1234. Avoid the exact same password everywhere and do not store password lists on your computers. Conclusion As weak as passwords are generally, they are going to fade away anytime soon. In the future, Every coming year we have risen a number of passwords to deal with and etc and etc. Okay, so of course there is courses you can take on these stuff, but us old hands learned the hard way. Okay, so password crackers and how they work. Some information friends. How do you know if your password's secure enough? Well, this site does not belong to me, and I don't think Steve Gibson would have an objection. Of me mentioning it. If you go to Shields Up, type in the uh, great browser, GRC, Shields Up, a guy called Stephen Gibson, I, I would say he's one of the toppest, toppest computer experts. He does podcasts, it's called Security Now, many, many years, and I listen to him, and that's how you learn. So thank you, Steve, for teaching me what I know. Okay, so you can go to his site, you will see Password Haystack. On the top left, click on the three-word, type in the password that you think or, or you're using. Steve has a few tools, an online scenario attack, an offline scenario attack, and he will give you an idea how long it will take to click that password. How do you make passwords, strong passwords? You can use password generators. And if you also go to 
various videos on how password crackers work, which I've covered myself. Of course, this is a, a voice podcast, and there's plenty of information out there. The top 10 password cracking techniques used by hackers. We can cover that at a later date, which is something similar, believe it or not, that we've already covered. So, password crackers is a program and a method of cracking your password. There's ones called invisible password crackers, and the list goes on. So when you understand how they work, then you understand how you can make it harder for them. Password cracking techniques, PDF, password guessing attacks, password cracker tests, and password cracker apps and password crackers for the Android phone. So even if you're using a Apple phone, there's password crackers for it. Okay. So I guess what you want to do is uh, to make it in a simple term. How easy is it to open your front door of your home? How can you make it harder? Okay, so, also, what do you store in your computer? Do you buy online? Okay, so, this sort of stuff you don't learn on computer courses, basic computer courses that your community sort of funding gives, okay? They will learn your word processor and stuff like that, but you also need to learn how to Turn off the default settings on your systems when you buy your laptops. How you're going to learn free is by listening to my podcasts and keeping your eye on the ball what's coming up next. Okay, so have a good day and uh, enjoy your technology from this podcast and uh, we will make it interesting for you as we go along and at the same time we break it up. So. If today you've got a password as your husband's name with a date of birth, you need you need to change it. Okay? Otherwise you're gonna become vulnerable. Okay friends, thank you very much and keep safe.